name is Matt Brown. Look at this! Look at this! And let's start the show. How's it hanging? I'm David Pumpkins, and I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. What's going on to the greatest listeners in the world, the listeners of the Productive Conversation podcast? How are you today, whenever and wherever you listen to this? How's everything going? My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I am absolutely thrilled to present to you my conversation with the amazing Bladar. And that's who he is. He's just Bladar to me. Bladar and I met in New York City working in the same building in the Flatiron District on Park Avenue South. We always stepped, kept in touch. We always made each other giggle and have a good day. And after my conversation tonight, I not only respect the guy even more, I really, really am inspired by him. He shared me his story from leaving a war-torn Albania to go to Greece and then to go to the United States. And he explains in detail how he accomplished the American dream. After you're about to hear all the shit he went through, he is now here and he made it. He's rocking a, he's rocking so many luxurious clothes. He's driving a BMW and he earned what he's accomplished. Because after you hear what he went through to get to that point, you'll have nothing but respect and admiration for the man. He, this podcast made a profound effect on me, and it's exactly why I started this podcast in the first place. To be entertained and inspired by my guests and the conversations we had. And this podcast did exactly that tonight. And it's now time for you guys to enjoy. Here's my inspirational and absolutely joyful conversation with Bladar. Oh my God, guys, look at this handsome young fella. Welcome to the Productive Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Matt Brown. And today, or I should say tonight, we're having a guest I've been really, really looking forward to talk to. And one of the reasons why I made this podcast is to talk to awesome people like this. Everybody, this is Bladar. And Bladar, first things first, you're such a mystery to me. I don't know your last name. You're just Bladar to me. You're just a one-named person. <laughs> what is your last name to start? It's Aiko. And what all right great great so what like what name is that like my last name's brown so it's pretty generic is that uh where does that your last name come from it's a uh, albanian name it's albanian like all right cool so yeah. you are albanian yes but i grew up in greece but you grew up in greece oh okay yeah. cool like dude i'm generally interested because i never knew that about you so you grew up in greece yes 
So, um, awesome. But before we get into that cool stuff, how are you doing tonight, Bladar? How's everything? I'm great, man. I'm excited. I'm super. <laughs> Dude, you dressed up. It was the first one to really dress up for this, and I really appreciate it here. <laughs> Damn, bro. You look like a million bucks. All right. I love it. What have you been driving nowadays? You you have one of the most fascinating Instagram stories. Are you, I swear you have a new hot rod every time I see you. <laughs> yeah, man. I changed I change cars like I changed my shirt. <laughs> what are you driving nowadays, man? It's a BMW. Oh, I love it. I love it. How many uh, eyes are you looking like, oh, my God, I need to be in that? Or how many women are like, oh, man, I need to ride with him? Or like, who is that? I'm sure it's happening to you all the time. Yeah, but I try to avoid them because, you know. <laughs> you just ride in your you own know. thing. I love it, man. This is your yes. car. You're enjoying it. Yeah, this is mine. I love it. All right, Bladar, so you're from, so you grew up in Greece. Yes, sir. I happen to know the yes. Greek alphabet. I could do it right now off the top of my head. For real? Yeah, I could do it. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lemma, mu, nu, xi, omicron, pi, rho, sigma, tau, upsilon, phi, chi, psi, omega. Oh. Did I hit it? Yeah, you did. Yeah, but uh, instead of, of beta, you say vita. Oh, vita. Yeah, because uh, Alpha Vita, because the Greeks, they don't have B. They have V. Really? That's yeah. a, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, well, you could tell I was in a fraternity remembering that, but... um. That's great, though. That, that's great. Dude, Greece, man. So how long, Um, what was it like growing up in Greece? To be honest, I didn't even realize it, what I had, like... <laughs> I didn't. Re I realized it when I came to US, mm -hmm. and I went back for vacation. Then I was like, "Wow, shit, this is beautiful." I was living here, so I could not, because when you grow up in some place, you don't you don't know what you have until you go outside the country, you see other places, and then you come back, and you're like, mm -hmm. "Wow, it's it's very gorgeous." Oh really, man? Where whereabouts in Greece exactly were you at? Or grew up in? It's uh, it's the second is the second uh, capital of Greece, Thessaloniki. Oh okay. And, uh, it's like the three fingers. No way. How about that? When did you when did you come to the United States? So when I came to the United States, it was like so. In 2007, I lost my sister. And oh, then, I'm sorry, uh, man. And, um, you know, I was, I was at the point where I just wanted to get the fuck away from that country. Yeah. You know, I want, I want to get, I want to go away, like, just go away. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I just, I just wanted to go away. So, it happened to... <laughs> to come here in U.S. through my father because uh, he won the green card. Okay. And we came, we came here like a family. And uh, it was the worst. I thought, like, you know, like, I've, I watched so much movies, U.S. movies, you know, American mm -hmm. movies, action and all that. And I thought, like, it's like a paradise here. Yeah. But when I came here, I was like, what the fuck is this place? 
It was oh like a, it was like a jungle, or otherwise concrete jungle, full of people like robots, going to work every day, and not even saying good morning like I'm like I was used to. Like you go outside in, in Greece, they don't know you, but they're still gonna greet you like good morning, sir. You know, here they didn't do that. Jeez, man. And uh, it was like very hard because the economy in US was going downhill. Yeah, you came in during the Great Recession, huh? Yeah, and then we sold everything in, in Greece to come here. There was no way to go back anymore because we sold everything. So every money, every dollar we had, we wasted in one year. Really? Because, you know, the rent, the rent was like fucking expensive. We didn't even know how to speak English, man. Where did <laughs> like, you, and did you settle in New York? That's where you went um, once you got here? I settled, I settled in Bronx. In the Bronx? Pelham Bay Park. Oh, Pelham yeah. Bay. And uh, that's, in my opinion, is the best place in Bronx. Mm -hmm. My dad's like from the, the Bronx. You know, and it's like the cleanest place in Bronx. In oh, Bay yeah. Park. But uh, for me... Beautiful houses and stuff. Yeah. And they also have a nice park there. But for me, it was like a fucking ghetto. Really? Yeah, Why is that? I didn't, uh, I didn't like it at all. Nighttime, it was like dark, no lights, nothing. The train was like coming, the sixth train. Mm -hmm. You could not even sleep. I used to live close to the train. Now imagine, I came from Greece where like it was like quiet. You, you never heard like even buses. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you have the train passing every, every, every 10 minutes. And I used to live yeah. on the second floor. Man, it was like I was depressed. I wanted to go back. I'm sure you. And then, and then I started a school in Lehman uh, East Tremont, three thousand uh, yeah. Lehman High School. Right in the Bronx of the famous East Tremont Avenue. Yeah, that school was the fucking worst. Oh really? It was like a jail. They they didn't let you have phone or MP3 back in the days. You know, like iPod. <laughs> they they like. Man, even snow, like the snow was like half feet snow. You had to wait in line. You had to take your belt out and you had to like, they, they had to scan you just like they do in the airport. Really? So like, in yeah, so you don't have knives and stuff. I mean, I understand it's for security, but you understand, I came in a different mentality. Like in, in Greece, they don't have shit like this. They, I mean, they fight, but they don't, they don't fight with guns like they do here in school. So I was like, my brain was like thinking, what the fuck is this school? Is this school or is this jail? Because it was like jail, man. We had police officers inside, inside the school. They had office. Bodyguards everywhere in the school. So once you get inside the school, they didn't let you get out of the school. They only left you get out of the school only after 12.30 p.m. So basically, that shit is like jail to me. And, and a different system that they have here is like in Greece, we, all the kids, we only had one class. Like they separated us with names, with last names. Mm -hmm. Like whoever started with P, they were in the same class. And that's how basically we, we build friendship. 
because we, we have the same people in the same class. And the teacher used to come to our class. Like, let's say this, uh, this period we have uh, English class. Second period we have uh, gym class or whatever. And they would they come to, to you. Come. Yeah. Here, it was the opposite. Like, it was like, once the bell rings, you had to go to the next class. Yeah. And when you go to the next class, you see different people, different ages. Like, you, I was like 16 years old and there, we had a guy 18 years old. Then we had a guy 14 years old. So I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, it was like, a, I was like so confused. And I started like disliking it. I started skipping classes. I started like, you know, I was like, this is like, this is not for me. It was stressing me out. And then they started complaining to my parents, like, oh, this guy, your son has so many absence and shit. And I was like, fuck you all. And uh, another time, another time, they, another thing that I remember is uh, I went to a class one minute late. One minute late. They called me outside. Like all the students was inside the class. And I was one minute late. The security called me and they sent me to fucking detention. I don't know what they what they use, they call it. I guess what they did. What they they gave me a, like a penalty. Like I had to, to stay after school. Yeah. So detention like I that. don't know. Yeah. Like in the stay out after school in a class. Like a punishment. Yeah, yeah. So I ignored it. I kept ignoring it because I was like, what the fuck? This doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And then they started threatening me for a fucking minute, bro. Really? Like, you know, like I was, I was the nicest kid in that fucking school. I was like quiet. I didn't want trouble with nobody. And they still treat you like shit. Yeah. And then I started ignoring it. And then they, they came and threatened me. So what, guess what I did? I'm like, okay, whatever. It's just one hour. You had to wait like one hour after school. Yeah. And basically it was not, it was not, you, you just stay in the class, they lock you inside and then you, you just, they turn the TV and then you watch something. So the time passes. So that's what I did. My parents started worrying. They, they, they started looking everywhere. They, they even called the cops, man. Really? They came to school. They came to my to, to my school, and then they started like calling my name, the speaker. But in the room that I was in, there was no you could not hear. Only in the hallway, and they also we had the TV. And when they found out, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like parents, you know, they get worried. Like, of course, fuck. I'm in a, I'm in a foreign country. They don't know yeah, what they, happened to me. Yeah, they they weren't aware of what detention was. That too, yeah. So this, they, you know, so they got pissed off so much because, like, this doesn't—it's just stupid. At least, Colin, but I didn't have a phone back back in the days. You know what kind of phone we had? The phones with the the flip phone. The the, the, the rich kids—they had the 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 phone with the buttons, like BlackBerry. If you remember, yeah, you remember the, the Sidekick? They had those two. Yeah, yeah, hmm. that phone. Everybody had that phone. I I didn't even have the phone. Mm. <laughs> because I didn't have, you know, like, yeah. it was like uh, difficult, difficult uh, times for me back at that time. Even my parents, they barely had a phone. So, because the phones here, they, they didn't have the SIM. They were like a Verizon, like, I don't know, you had to have a membership. Yeah. 
And uh, back in the days, it was like kind of like you get stuck with two years. Some yeah, like, like a that. certain like, number of minutes and stuff before, like yeah, before yeah. The iPhone so, and, you know, yeah. so I didn't have so I, I, you know, my parents got very, very worried, and then they they started complaining like, uh, "What is this?" But uh, my parents didn't didn't speak English either, like very well. And then uh, I had the cousin they, that came and explained to them like, "Yo, you guys can do this. You have to." to let the parents know what's going on. And when they found out why they detained me, like detained, you know, like that. Yeah, why like they made you stay after, after school. school. For one fucking minute. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, like, instead of telling me, like, instead of telling me, why did you do that? They were they looked at me like, man, this school is like fucking, <laughs> like jail. This <laughs> and freaking then, school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then I, I I struggled for like two years in that fucking place. Yeah. I went, uh, I started getting depressed. Like I started getting sick. Like, you know, I, I locked myself in the, in the house and started stopping going to school. Because, you know, I'm, I was like, I'm fed up with this shit. Yeah. I want to go back. And then I, went, I did went back and I stayed in Greece for three months. I met my friends, you know, I recharged my batteries. And then I came back. And when I came back, I moved to New Jersey. I see. That's I see. the best. That's the best thing I ever did. Like, you know, with my family because we came together. That was like so healing to me. Because over there, it was more quiet. The you know, like it was not like a chaos like in bronze. Mm-hmm. It was like more, you know, like the more the environment was. Yeah, and the environment was way different. Then I started working to. Um, uh, in the Burger King, <laughs> started. Oh, you were the Burger King. Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was the best man there. Everybody was like, everybody there was getting paid seven twenty-five, mm-hmm. and they they were working there for years. Mm. Imagine, and I just yeah. came there in few months. I started getting eight twenty-five because like you were pissed. I never say no. Like when they told me to do something, I did it. Yeah. They told me to clean the tables. I did it. The people there, they were lazy. They weren't doing shit. But it's it's understandable because if they paying you seven twenty five, you know why why should why should you do it? I learned that later. You know, like in the beginning, I was like, man, I came here to work. I don't I don't care. Like, stop of complaining. Course. You either really work or not. Yeah, but then later, like after nine months, I realized like. What the fuck I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the more you say no, the more they, they were stepping on me. Really? So I was like, no, fuck this. And then I started doing uh, Dash. I used to, like DoorDash today. Yeah. Back in the, like four or five years ago, I used to call Dash. Dash. It was just called Dash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was like just the beginning. They were trying it. And so they, they hired me like, like Yeah, I used to like this guy who hired me. He was the manager, and uh, he came from Bo- from Boston. That's when that's where they they started this business. Dash. That's that's the name. Now I think uh, Durdash bought it, and then they changed Durdash. I don't know. So this guy hired me. He was a very nice guy. And uh, we didn't have the phones or the apps. We had like a walkie-talkie. 
<laughs> yeah, it was like a walkie-talkie, and then but it was actually like a phone. Over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like a phone too. So I started working with that, and I started making good money. They were like they were giving, they were tipping nice. It was nice, nice job. And then I started. Then somebody offered me a security job, and then I was like, okay, let me try it. And then uh, since I started working security, I met a lot of people. I did security penthouse. I did party security, bodyguards. Yeah. Club, doorman. I did everything, man. And then, you know, I went to to where I met you too. I worked there two years. Three years. Yes, that's where you met. When I was working at Nice Shoes, you were working... um, we were working the Flatiron District, and you worked in the same building as me, and that's how we became yeah. homies. And we still text every. I talk to you like once a week, and now we are here for it. So I really appreciate our friendship for that. Of course, bro. And then, and then, if it was not for this fucking Corona shit, we will mm-hmm. even, you know, we will even go out and uh, have a few drinks. And oh and shit. my god, like yeah. I definitely want to go out with you specifically. I know, but we can't go nowhere because fucking everything is closed. I told you, remember? <laughs> Dude, you were one of the first... Yeah. I talked to you a lot, especially when the city was getting shut down and stuff, and you were giving me the updates. And How do you feel it's been since... Um, I mean, now we're seven months in. It seems like we still have a while to go. How, how, you, how, how are you adjusting to working in the city during this pandemic? I think it's getting better. You do? Except, except the restaurant, uh, like in Koreatown, I walk there every morning and uh, every afternoon they started they started building like a permanent you know the tents that they they have outside yeah. they started the like uh, yeah nice I guess because of the rain and the snow before they used to they used they only had tents but right now they put in wood yeah they, they're building it nice like a cabin man I just it's getting better. I just wonder how many are going to make it through the winter. I hope there's a plenty that are still left. And uh, like I said, I well, I think, I think if the Democrats uh, win the pre- presidency, mm-hmm. they're gonna pump money. They're gonna pass, you know, like they're gonna um, get some more stimulus checks out here. Yeah, and then they're gonna, you know, like keep pushing it. Because right now Trump is like he was not a believer. He was like saying this is scam, this is like a hoax. Until he got it himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I guess he still he still keeps saying that this is a hoax. <laughs> and he's still oh my and, god. And uh, so yeah, who knows? And then uh, hopefully, but I think it's it's you know we are in the beginning like the first three months it was like very bad because we didn't know how, what to do, what how to react. But, yeah, you know, I would text after, you all the time, like, "Yo, what's going on, man?" Yeah, gonna... and then, then the protests. But you know, New York is like tough. We don't. This of is course. like easy. We come on. We can. We're number one. We are the best city in the world. Yes, bro. Except, I'm. Except, I hope this De Blasio, the mayor of New York, I hope he loses because he sucks. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I've the never whole heard. City, the whole city is full of garbage and full of homeless sleeping everywhere. It's like a like a war zone. Like just walk early morning, it's like a war zone. 
Oh yeah. Because he doesn't do nothing about the homeless people. He just like when it's cold, he takes all of them in the street and he puts them in a nice hotel, five stars hotel, four stars hotel, and the city pays like four hundred thousand a day just to keep them inside. Instead of building them like a shelter or something, like you know, or affordable houses. I know it's it's seen... or like uh, last. Oh, you're saying? Like last week, like last weekend, I was in uh, Philadelphia. Yep. Okay, you're that in Philly. That city was mad clean. Not only was clean, but the homeless people they were not sleeping in the streets. They had them in the park in the tent because they they are not allowed to sleep on the street. Mm. That's that's what they need to do in New York, but the blaster sucks. He only he only gets paid. He wastes our tax dollars, and he, he's not doing nothing. And he just eats eats pizza with the fork too. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not fucking. That's not New York. He's not. He's <laughs> original New Yorker. Bro, far from it. You could tell that he doesn't have that great. I mean, I miss the you city a lot. You, you just don't eat pizza with a fork. No, you don't, bro. You gotta fold it up even, and take even, it in. Even, even if you try, even if you, if you trying to be like, a, you know, like professional, mm-hmm. you still don't eat it with a fork. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's disrespectful, man. Yeah, I miss the city so much. I've been, I mean, I was working there for five straight years, and then um, this happened. Still applying, finding some more jobs I qualify for, but I'm just can't can't wait to go back and one of the reasons why i made this podcast until i get back in there and um yeah i just can't wait it's to experience. come back for sure man so it's experience and also i believe in you oh dude that means this is that like, really means a this lot. is like the beginning oh this far the, like, from this it is like the beginning I mean, no, sorry, not far from it. Definitely, we're going far with it, and you're coming exactly. with me on that journey, Bladar. Your your support of really means a lot to me, and I, know, yeah, like I'm, I'm been, ready to I've go. Been, yeah, I've been starting businesses and shit online and failing, but uh, it doesn't matter how many times you fail. What matters is not, not giving up because it only takes one time. One time and one person it just to believe takes one in you. Little, one little, Exactly. And you That's need to believe in yourself like you're a fucking religion. Once Absolutely. you do that, nobody can stop you. That's your bigger fist fan. And people are going to throw you down. Exactly. Some people are going to doubt you. You need to be because, your biggest because, fan. Exactly. Because nobody, nobody, like, for example, for me, I have a nice job right now. Nobody will even think that I will be doing this job. Like, my father does this job. He was doing this for a long time. And guess what? Now I'm doing what he's doing. Excellent. And he never believed in me. So so your own people don't believe in you. But look, you but proved you them wrong. To... Exactly. And that's not the only that, thing. I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep going up, man, because that's the plan. Never give up. Be, keep being hungry. And that's it. And that's why you're driving and a I'm BMW, right? You're driving a BMW because you don't give up. Bro, my first car was Audi A3, A4 Cabrio. The white one that I have in the, in the, the, you know, the throwback picture. Yeah, no fucking way. No, no, just, just, just like the people here in this country, Mm -hmm. the parents, they buy the kids like a car when they become 16 years old. The majority. Exactly. 
exactly. you know, for me, I had to work for it because I know my, my father, you know, my parents don't have that much money. They were working hard. So I'm just like, don't expect anything from nobody, just yourself. And that's how you have to do it. That's why you're rocking after the great the Audi, coat and with that car. Yeah. After, after the Audi, I bought the, a charger. Mm-hmm. You probably no, you probably seen it. I'm not sure. After the charger, I bought the Golf GTI. So basically, and now I have a BMW. Oh my so basically, god! Basically, if you if you seen the cars, there's a pattern. What what I'm basically what the the reason why I buy those cars, I'm not buying them for show off or shit. I'm buying them because when I was a kid, I dreamed about them. So. Like growing up, I said, "What the fuck? Why I'm why I'm not doing nothing? Like what happened to your dreams?" Bam! That's when I snapped, and I started buying every car that I dreamed of. Dude, like when I was a kid, I was like, "I want to buy this car." When I grow up, I want to buy this car. When I grow up, I want to buy this car. And now I'm fucking buying them. So basically, what I'm doing is like, let's say I have a list of my dreams when I was like a little kid. So I'm just like checking on them. Damn, Blade. And you... that's 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 basically what I'm doing. You're really living the I was born poor, but I would die rich. I love it, bro. Can I and, ask you uh, yeah. um so like you said, you are an immigrant, you're from another country. And um yes. right now immigration hmm? right now I'm American citizen. Yeah. You are an American citizen? Of course. Oh man, when did you become a citizen? 2014. That's amazing, Vladar. Well, congratulations yeah. even on that. Now six years rolling. That's that's really yeah. impressive, man. You, I must say, Vladar, you really live in the American dream. From going to another country, you're buying these luxury cars. I have a lot, have a lot of haters, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask they you just, though? They be like, they be like, this motherfucker came out of nowhere. He took my job. It's not my fault. Like I earned it. I did not. I did not steal anything. Everything I have, I earned it. I work hard for it. I, that's, that's what I do. I could tell as soon as I met you, you had you had that spark. Can I ask you though, Bladar? You know, coming from another country, what should people, um, more people, be aware of as somebody who was an immigrant now as an American citizen? What is something you know? people who are natives of this country, what should be, they be aware of when it comes to immigration as someone who, who pulled it off and is still pulling it off? You know what I mean? The people that uh, will, will come here or the people that have been here? The people that have been here and like they see the people who have come here. What should they know about from somebody who comes to this country? What should they know? I see. So basically they need they need to travel more. Travel more. Because like like I told you before when I was live I didn't I I had no idea what I have like where I'm living. Yeah. Over there is like paradise. I had to to, to go to another country to realize that. So basically they they don't need to 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 travel because you know traveling is expensive. But they can, they can like, uh, they can travel to another state, for example. They can just go on a road trip, see something, mm-hmm. and when they see something, they, they, you know, 
they get they gain knowledge experience and when they go back they be like they may i want to do that nobody's stopping them to do that you know i know i know i know friends that have never ever visited new jersey jet and they live in brooklyn <laughs> what really they've never gone so to this other so state you, and that's and, and he's been living like 30 years in new york never went to new jersey and you get like close-minded because he has not seen anything the only thing he sees is like you know the tv but if you don't experience it yourself you'll never realize like you will be stuck is kind of like uh, you will be stuck in a box right they need to think outside the box if it does seem so it's like, like in my opinion it's like experience and the more they the more they gain experience do you feel that and you, just like they want something go for it that's what i'm saying I always go for yes. it that's, i can't live with what ifs anymore so i always just go for it. whether it relates to my this podcast work life dating life and i always go for else. it and that's what i like about it. and that's why that's why i keep people like you around me mm. i told you before like you know i used to work in the building every morning when i used to see sad faces i was like why why are you sad and they'd be like oh it's fucking monday did you wake up yes that's it exactly you're blessed there are people that can don't don't even have drink you know they don't even have drinking water they don't, they don't have legs they don't have they can wake up they die yeah, the some, next day some people can don't some people are deaf some people can't see it's yeah so they should be thankful every every fucking day they wake up they should be thankful you you know what was what really helped me realize that and especially like get to know people and all people no matter what um obstacles they have in their life that maybe really appreciate and shows that everybody everybody matters no matter where they come from and what they are i grew up with a friend this dude named evan i really don't know his last name. oh brace this kid evan right he didn't have a hand he, he, I, he had a right hand but his left hand wasn't developed so he had a nub on his hand and that was like my family oh, friend growing up. you have a friend like that too shout out to julio Shouts to Julian. Yeah. Um, very positive. And uh, I have so many, many experiences with him. Like uh, when I say experiences, adventures. We did a lot of crazy <laughs> shit with him. I love it, bro. He even, yeah. he even, he even drives like that. And he, really? And his brother has birthday today. Happy birthday to, to Marcos. Oh, no word. No way. Happy birthday to Marcos. And yeah, yeah there was... The, but the guy just had so much energy and I never really saw it as weird. Yeah. I just thought it was different. And maybe because I was just so young, like we would hang out at three, four years old. But he was one of the funniest people I've ever met and I st have met. I haven't seen Evan in a good five years. And I, and I don't I don't have any, he has no social media and I, I hope that I can see him again, him and his brother, Dan. Like that was, me and my brothers would so look forward to seeing them because they were just so funny to be around. I will drop you some truth to that. Like usually the funniest people and uh, the people that have this too much energy, usually, usually they know what pain means. Yeah. You know, they, they know they, they were hurt for, you know, they, they, <coughs> 
I'm pretty sure at some point in their life they said why why I, why I, why I was born like this. Mm-hmm. But later they, they realized that hey, and they are the, the they are the first one that can can be like I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to you Absolutely. know to walk because it can be worse. Yeah. Um, and that's what what Evan taught me. He, despite his his obstacle with with um with his hand, he still had a great spirit. He, w- I really hope I can see him again because I really loved hanging out with him as a kid and a few times when we were teenagers. Yeah, I, hope I, grew, I, grew, I grew up with a friend like that too. So yeah, I'm, I haven't forgot about he, him. So he has the, um, just like you said in Greece, we call it kulos. And then it's like a, basically, it looks like a like a tit, you know, oh, like yeah. a boob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't get mad because you know he we grew up like that. He knows he has accepted. The first thing you need to do, you need to accept yourself the way you are. Yeah, I, I had the problem like this too when I was like growing up. I used to call myself ugly. You're not ugly, man. Yeah, that's you know like what the fucking mind plays with you. Definitely. And that and that can put you in like in the press, can depress you, can make you like feel bad, can make you feel sad, and can make you like lose that confidence. I used to be like shy. And then I was like, you know, growing up experiencing shit, I was like, yo, I have to accept myself. If you don't love yourself, don't expect other people to love you. So that's what yeah. I did. I started loving myself. Then all the people around started loving me too for the for the person I am. Well, you deserve that love, man. <laughs> oh, we still got you. Don't worry. Um, that's That's how... I really learned that a lot, especially growing up and especially I learned that in college to love yourself. You can't love anyone. No one's going to love you if you don't love yourself. And, you know, just going through a lot of embarrassing exactly. moments, times of people I got would make, get made fun of and put down a lot, but I really started just twisting it to make them laugh. And I learned like, why am I going to let this random ass dude who I won't know years, years later, try to put me down. And I just really exactly. made funny experiences for it. And I've, I, I was like that too. I had to fight to to earn my respect, like you know, punches and shit. My my face was full of blood in uh, in high school in high school years. Really, because, you know, like uh, it was different different times. Like the and I was from Albania, and uh, you know, like just because I was from a neighbor country, they used to hate me. Same thing they do here in U.S. for the black people. They hate them for no reason, just because of the color. Well, they used to hate me because I was a neighbor. And everywhere you go, in every country, it's like this. Like, for example, you have Americans hating on Mexicans mm-hmm. because they, you know, they are neighbor. You have the Turks fighting with Greeks. Yeah. Just because, you know, they have... You have the Pakistan fighting with Indians. And Ukraine, no, Palestine, and Israel. Yeah, it's that everywhere is like this. It's like politics. Oh, politics, man! Yeah. That's that, it's not just the people. Like every baby that is born, it's not born racist. They grow up like that. Yes, you're. You're. It's inherited. Racism you is know, inherited. 
prejudice exactly. inherited. And that's until until they get educated. Yeah. Now the the person that I now that I remember when I was like in the elementary school, I was like in third grade or something like that. I remember a kid. He used to grab my bag, my book bag, and throw it in the garbage. Why, bitch? Because he was like a racist, like. But I don't. I don't think he was a racist. I think because he used to see his brothers doing shit, so he mm. like he copied that. I didn't have brothers. I had sisters, but I had cousins. So it, it was not the point, like being afraid of him. I didn't give a, a damn about him. But when he grew up. I met him again in a different school because uh, in Greece, we used to be like elementary schools in uh, in some towns. Like let's say our school was uh, in New Jersey and the main school where all the kids go together because it's like a town. It's not like a city like here. Mm-hmm. We had the main school in, a, in a, um, kind of like the capital of that place. Yes. So I met him again. He was a completely different person. Because oh. basically, he grew up with, with people like from my country. So and then he got not, a new appreciation just, for you and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's just when they're kids, when they're babies, they, they see whatever they see, they do. And they say, myself too. Like I used to, I, I even five years old, when I was five years old, I used to know every bad word. Everything I used to learn in the street, I used to like say it too. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 how it is. That's how it and is, that's man. bad, but what can you do? Definitely, definitely, man. Yo, so let's um yo, you told me you went to Niagara Falls recently. <laughs> What'd you do so, there? Yeah, I went recently, but uh, you get in trouble. Basically I thought no, <laughs> I promised my mom that uh, I will uh, I will take you on a road trip there. So it was kind of like a surprise. I didn't tell her. I told her that we're going to Albany. <laughs> Basically, she never she never been to Albany either. So she kept saying, "Why is so far? Why is so far?" You know. <laughs> so I was driving like for like six hours. So after we went close to Buffalo, I'm like. Buffalo is next to Albany, so we will go to Buffalo and then we will go around. So <laughs> once, we, once I went close to Buffalo, you know, then she see the the sign Niagara. I'm like, she looks at me, she's like, "Oh, you going to? We going to Niagara?" I'm like, "Yes, we already here." <laughs> yeah, so it was like beautiful. I never, I never, I only went, I went another time with my friend who came from Greece. So there was a like. The first time it was the best because uh, we we it was like on on plan just spontaneous like let's go there. I look at him, I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. So we just went five seven a.m. in the morning. I went and picked him up in Queens, and we went there. It was like icy. It was like cold. Mm-hmm. So we went there to the American side, and they 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 had it closed because slippery ice, so we could not see anything. So. We look in the other side, and you know you can see the tower. Yes. So in our in our mind, we are thinking that that's Toronto. Mm-hmm. Because we never been to Toronto, but we know the tower. So you know, like, so we that's Toronto. I look at him like, yeah, let's go there. So we did. 
went in the other side. We chilled there, like we spent two hours exploring the city. Nice city, by the way, beautiful. We went to the aquarium. We went to the tower too. And then we like, we're thinking like it's Toronto. So we went to eat some pizza. And somebody there, like we had a, a conversation and that's when we realized that that was not Toronto, that was Niagara Falls, but the Canada side. <laughs> so we're like, so we are like, and where's the, where the fuck is Toronto then? I, I, this is not Toronto, where is, where is Toronto? And they were like, oh, you have to go 100 kilometers away because over there in Canada, they have kilometers. They don't yeah, have miles. metric system. <laughs> yeah, it's like Europe. How, Europe much, side. how much is so, that in miles? 100 kil- kilometers? I Just think 60 miles. Okay. So like an hour. Yeah, it was like one hour. It was not that far. So I look at my friend. He looks at me. And we're like, let's go. <laughs> I mean, since we're already here, why not? You know, it was like one hour away. So we, so we did. But uh, before, like we went like three miles away, mm-hmm. our phone died. Like, you know, like the service. We didn't have service. Oh, no American service now at this point. Yes. Yeah, so, guess, so guess what we did? What you do? We were thinking first. What what should we do? What should we do? What should we, because the Google Map was was not working. <laughs> so we were like, we are in a country. We never been here. Like this is the first time. We don't want yeah, to get you're lost. You're in a whole new country. You know, Canada, yeah, Canada is big. We didn't want to get lost. So what we did, we came back to Niagara Falls. We remember there was a Starbucks, so we went inside. We got a coffee. We just got the call because we want the password. They didn't give you the, the Wi-Fi password. So what, what we did, we downloaded the maps, the Google Maps. Oh, genius. Once we did that, yeah, because we, we started thinking about it. <laughs> so once we, once we downloaded the Google Maps, we started going to Toronto. And uh, once we arrived in Toronto, man, that city was gorgeous. Oh, man. Well, what did like, you do out there? Five. We just went, we checked the city, we found, we found, we stayed in the hotel for the night and then the next day we explored more. We went to the tower too, to the real tower. You went to the real tower. <laughs> yeah. And we, we, we saw some crazy people like walking outside the, the tower. I'm like, hell no, we're not doing this. That's like too much. <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, too much adrenaline for that. Plus wow. it was icy and windy. So I'm like, but it was like a gorgeous experience. I want to go there again. And uh, what I love about Toronto is like every little lake they had. Basically, it's not like in Manhattan where you had to pay to to skate. <laughs> yeah. Over there, it's like free. Just go on and just go and get your skates yeah. and go. They they love their yeah, hockey and free. figure skating. Yes, and they they so I loved I love that. Um, yes, it was a gorgeous city. Next time I want to go in Montreal and Toronto. Oh man, people love Montreal who go there. They say yeah. it's pretty much like an, a European city over there. Yes, so that that's why I love it because I grew up in uh, in Europe. So that's the system. It's just like France, France, Brits. You know what I mean? Yeah. What so is I, that's what I love because I was like I was used with the miles with the F degrees. So I'm like the fuck is 70 degrees put it there like in Celsius so I can understand it 
Yeah, you can. You, know? you you can understand both, huh? How about that? Now, yes. But before, I was like confused. Yo, like, you know, vibing on that. You said you know English wasn't your first language. No, my first lang- my first language it was uh, Albania because that's you know when you are a baby, you gr- you were born in a in a country. You are like your brain is like a magnet. Mm. Like let's say you you can be born here in US, and your parents can be like uh, let's say Russian, mm-hmm. and you leave you leave the country, and then you come back here, mm-hmm. bam, you catch you catch everything like this. I have a really? friend. He recently he was born here, but uh, they they you know he went back to Albania to live there. He he was he grew up in Albania. And he came here three months ago, and bam, he catch every every English like very very quickly. Really? Did did, did it's like he, he it's like it's like he already knew, even though he was not he never lived here because he left us he left when he was a baby. Was English hard for you to to learn, or did you get the hang of it pretty good? I mean, you speak really great English, so for me, uh, it was hard. I learned English mostly from the street. Really? What I tried to do, I tried to avoid staying with people from my country. And uh, what helped me to learn more English, it was not school. It was the games that I used to play online. Really? So basically we used to play like like a multiplayer strategy games and everybody was from different country. So we, we, when we did like diplomacy, like, Case fire, not fight anymore with alliances and shit. You had to use uh, English. Oh, so man. that's how that's how I learned. Yeah. Do, do you like, remember uh, what games though play that you played? You remember what games you played that helped you learn? Yeah, English? Cipai. I played that year seven years, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Cipai. Or and uh, I also played Dark Orbit. Dark Orbit. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people like that yeah. game. Look at that. Look how far. Yeah, I, I I used to. Look how um. But now it's like you look how far you've came from it. You've made it, man. Yeah. And when I was like when I was five years old, my second language was Italy, Italian. Oh, you speak Italian? No way. I used to. Oh, okay. But uh, when I immigrated to Greece, man, I had a hard time. Like five years old, walking in the fucking mountains, the nighttime. The first time we got arrested with my family, they, they throw us in jail. What? They threw you in jail? Yeah. You were in jail at five years old. The whole fam. Yeah. My father was was stuck in in a a jail uh, with 40 older men. And uh, me, because I was like five years old, they just let let me walk around the jail. But you were still in the jail. Yeah. And you just walk around. Oh, what? Yeah. And uh, I remember seeing like, you know, they, they give me a croissant because, you know, when I was a, I was a little kid, so they give me like a croissant, but the men that they had in jail, they didn't give them, they didn't even give them water. They were there for like two days. And so you know, because this was just because you were in a place you weren't supposed to be in. Yeah, in Greece. Wow. Oh. So I, I went. So I went because I, I remember it like today. I went to to my father's jail, and I gave him a croissant to eat. Because you know, in two days we're hungry, man, and we were walking like hundred miles with the, uh, with like food, five five, 
five uh, members of, fa- of the family, like my sisters, my mom, and my father. We walked like uh, fucking rivers after rivers in the cold, in the nighttime. And then... And you were walking from Al- Albania to, yeah. to Greece. You On foot, you got there. And yes. then you were going in an area where you're not supposed to and you get arrested. The whole family. Yes, but uh, here's the thing. When uh, somebody snitched on us, they saw us, you know, because, uh, you know, fucking racist, what you expect. So yeah. they saw us and then uh, some they called the cops. And the cops, the SUV pulled up. They saw us like, you know, like a family all together, you know, like scared because it's, it's normal. And I was crying. I was like crying a lot. And because I was I was scared. I didn't know what, what what's going to happen with us. Yeah. So the guy, the cop, he wanted to let us go. He felt bad. Mm-hmm. He, he really wanted to let us go. But when, some, when another SUV came back and he's like, what you guys doing? I remember I didn't speak Greek at that time, but the words are stuck in my brain. The, 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 the bad guy, he was a bald, bald head, like he didn't have the hair. He told the other cop, what you guys waiting for? Take them, take them in, take them in. That's what they said. And then you remember those words, even to this day, you remember those words vividly. Crying, I was crying, I was crying, and the guy, he gave me the, you know, Maria, the mother of Jesus. Yeah. And he told me, "Don't cry," but in Greek words, I didn't, I didn't know what what those words mean. But he showed me with the finger, the the picture that he gave me. It's like, kind of like this, something like this. Yeah, picture of um. And there, there was a sign like, like Maria was crying and she was, she showed me, don't cry, don't cry. I didn't realize what that means. I learned later because we tried again the second time. So after they deported us, because when, when you want something so bad, because uh, Albania was like disaster. Yeah. After the war and the fucking civil war and shit, the economy crashed, they stole the gold. The criminals, mafia and shit. It was like, you cannot survive there. You cannot live there. It was so bad. So we tried again because there was no other way. And you would, and and like you would do this on foot too. You would do this on foot. Yeah, we, but this time we tried, to, we tried from Skopje. So we went to Skopje with a bus. Then we took a taxi until near, nearby the, the border. And then from the mountains, about 100, 100 kilometers. And you, and, you, and you made That's it like that. Well. Man, Bladar. And so after you get deported, you make that very, you make that 100 kilometer trip. And then you're there. That's where you settled from Greece after that? No. So basically, we, 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 had, to, we had where to go. We were not going blind. We were going to, to my father's cousin. Okay. It was like an then you could take a bus and go there because, you know, nobody will be like, do you have papers or shit like that? Yes. So we found we found a guy. He was like a Chinese Greek, old guy, old man. That's a combo. He had, uh, he gave us water. Uh, he used to live in a tree, like a, his house was like a half tree. 
Really? Like so it, it was a literal treehouse. Exactly. And he used to, he used to love living like that. And then uh, he was like, a, he used to know karate. Mm-hmm. His son left him. He was in, in uh, China or some of some country, like in Asia country. I don't remember very well. Yeah. And he used to miss him. And he promised me, he told me, stay, let, let me, my, he told my father to let me live with him. And he will, he will give me like the land, the car, everything. Because he, he was living there alone. He missed his son and he reminded him that you yeah. were his son. He saw, he saw that to me, yes. I remember wow. he, he used to have like white hair, like a, like a master, like a sensei. He was a legit sensei. You know, like, the, like, like you see in the movies. Like, yeah, like in Kill Bill, you know, like for instance. The, the, you seen Kill Bill? Yeah, with white hair, long Atari hair. Atari Hanzo? He was like, like that. Like that. Okay. Yeah, like uh, Chinese movies, and he had the uh, he had the uh, tripuro, you know, like a liquid. He yeah. used to make it himself, and he had a bunch of land there, like a lot. He was like a rich. He he promised he had a house in uh, in the city too, but he didn't he didn't like to live in the city. He liked to live in the. He liked to live off in, the grid, is what they say. Yeah, the way he was living. So I, I really appreciate what uh, what he, because the water he gave us was, was like saving, like you know, it saved our lives. So my father told me no because we could not stay there. We we had to to go to my father's cousin. Yeah. So that's what we did. But years later, I regret not staying there. But I could not. I didn't have the choice. Not because of the land or anything like that. But the guy was like a how should I say? The guy was. Uh, he was a very nice person. He used, he was speaking Greek, but he didn't he didn't seem to me like Greek because he was like a like a Chinese, but rich, rich in in mentality, rich in mindset, and uh, he I don't know I I still remember him today. That really that man was a he he saved your life he saved your family's life that yeah he gave us water and uh, he gave us food and uh, he also gave us a ride with his uh, i still remember his car like a um, very very old car he didn't even drive it he turned it on just for us he crossed us he put us in the city in the big city we drive like about 30 miles then we hop in the bus and then from the bus we went there and then we we were we were we used to live like six months in um, you know the houses that they use here in US when they when they go for uh, camping. Yeah, like a, like you know cabins and stuff like that. Yeah, we were living there five, like me, my sisters, and my father, my mother, in a very very small place for like six months. You lived in a literal cabin in the woods. Yeah, in the woods, yeah. And then where did you in go the, from the cabin? Baboon. They were like bamboos, not baboons. You know, I don't know what they call it. But yeah, it's like woods. It was like struggle. You, you could not even take a shower. You had to take a shower with the cold water. You had no choice. And no, yeah, so how that did you, was, that was, and how did you eat? Right there, we used to eat salad. We used to just make a lot salad. of salad, just a lot of salad stuff. Um, I still remember the spam today. Spam, <laughs> you know the spam. Yes, spam and like salads, a, huh? 
Yeah, and and uh, cheese. And so that's, that's what you lived off of for six months. months. Yeah, it was like a real struggle. Then we found a house because they used to hate us. Like everywhere you used to go for to look for a house, you cannot get the house because they were like, oh, he has kids. He's going to make noise. He's going to destroy stuff. So they like if I am if I am a, a owner mm-hmm. like a like you know if I, I have a house and you come with kids to live I'm not gonna say no because you have kids you like, you 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 would be a true guy to say that you'd be that special angel out there because you wouldn't have to. you wouldn't have you wouldn't be in this position you wouldn't be talking to me if it wasn't for a kind man who didn't have to help you yeah, he decided had, to help you and save you I, and shelter you i had a lot of uh, people that helped me and uh, i'm very grateful for everyone and everybody and even my teachers so and then just just so after you go from the cabin and then you finally find the house and that's where you settle with Greece or in Greece. That that was that was like temporary too. We only stayed there for like a for like a year. Okay. And then back in the days it was like very bad like the police used to arrest a lot of people like they used to it's not like US. In US the police don't have a right to ask you if you have papers or not. Over there, they yeah, they did. They used to stop you. They used to ask you for uh, if you have documents or anything. But because when you are with the family, it's easier to, to do the paperwork, the working visa. So that's what we did. And uh, after that, we had an opportunity to go and live in the house where uh, we used to take care of an old lady and we used to okay. live for free. So that helped us a lot. And after that, we moved to to a different place where, like, that's where we like we've we settled for good. Oh man, Bladar! First off, thank you for sharing that with me. Your story really touched me, and all, especially I know anyone listening to this really, really appreciates what you shared with us. Life is about them. I mean, that what you said is one of the bravest things I've ever heard. One of the most inspirational and. I think I really listening to that. I really the importance of helping people, even strangers. Sometimes we do need a, to to uh, depend on the kindness and strangers like that. And that that is a reason when I can help somebody, I do it, and I don't expect them to return that back because I know I will get that back in a different way. Because the energy, like what you what you. What you spread outside, you will it will come back to you. Yeah. And the, the same mentality, and I also say this to everybody: what you think, you become. So if you if you wanna be something, think something positive. Because I've used like I I've seen this many times. Like the people that think positive, they're happy. And the people that think negative, they are more negative and more sad. So if you're going to choose one of them, may as well choose being positive. And I have I have blocked a lot of people around me, like friends, cousins. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> See, it's, it's true. I have blocked <laughs> a, lot, a lot of cousins, a lot of friends, a lot of uh, 
you know, relatives, just because of that. I don't like, you know, I love them. When I see them, I'm going to give them their hand. I'm going to hug them. I'm going to talk to them. But I don't like their negativity. You want to be negative? Keep it to yourself. Don't, yeah. don't, don't bring it to me. I've been, like I told you, I've been through fucking hell. That you really did. I I have to say too, after this story, you really gained my respect for that because I know a lot of people who would just collapse. Like, I mean, can I say this too, Blader? You know, in America specifically now, especially probably a lot of people around our age group or any person, when you see just how selfish some people are, especially in like the world of social media today, and you just see like how many so many people take it for granted and you you and your family like i i had to escape war torn countries i had to see my father in jail i was in jail and i have people complaining about just trying to get you i have people who were fucking complaining about just getting noticed on social media but you actually had a a fucking battle your whole family and you survived i mean how does that I mean, does does it frustrate you to see how some selfish people are when people go through much worse worse shit and you know and have battles? You know, they, sometimes they see me driving nice cars. They see me traveling around here and there and seeing nice places and wearing nice shoes and nice shirts and shit like that. And they think like, oh, this guy is like paradise. But they really don't know who I am. They they really don't know what I've been through. They don't know. And it's just not me. It's not only me. It's a lot of people out there that you see them smiling and living life and doing whatever they, they can and you know, having fun. And they're and then I I can relate to them. Like I see them and I know those guys don't judge them because you don't know what they've been through to get to that point. Right. And then the people that never, never tried, they never had hardship. They can, they don't realize that. So they will be the first ones to point the fingers and be like, look at him. But they don't, they don't really know what that person been through. So I don't mind it because I'm, I'm, I'll be like this. Like when, when they start thinking like that, being selfish and shit, I'll be like, when you walk to my shoes with, you know, the same, then you're going to realize what I've been through. Man. Like they will you not said. even last. They will not even fucking last a minute. Abs- I mean. I, and I've been, I, I've been through that shit when I was five years old. Five years then, old, you went through and, that. And then, I, and then I see those people rapping and shit, like acting like gangsters and shit. Man, I remember... Growing up in my house in Albania, I had more bullets in my house than than bread, than food. You had more because bullets was, in your house than bread. It was so poor. We were like so poor, man. My father was like a like a four star, three star uh, first captain in the heavy artillery, but it was like a fucking communist shit country. They they didn't pay much. And, uh, you know, like, it was, like, bad. And after 1997, the whole thing collapsed. And you just had to get out. You had no choice. You just had to start running. Exactly. So that's what we did. We got arrested. We got deported. We tried again. So, you know, and this is, like, a a good uh, lesson to me. Like, never give up. Like, 
it's not easy. Like people think that success or whatever you want, you want to achieve in life, they think it's like straight line. No. Straight line, you can be like, if you like it. But there's no such thing. There, you're always gonna, if you wanna do something in life, you're always gonna, you're gonna fall. Because if you don't fall, you will never learn to stand up. And this is like also a lesson when you learn, when you, when you learn this lesson when you are a baby. Nobody's born walking. To learn to walk, you gotta fall. And the more you fall, the more experience you get. So next time when you try again, you are closer to success. Wow, that that hits here. It really does, Bladar. Like, I, I mean, words can't describe my appreciation for what you said. Not with your stories, and just very important information and very important advice we all have to live for, that we remember beyond this podcast and throughout the rest of our life. Like, it, it you really, I mean. It, I really, really appreciate a lot what you're saying. It really is why I, I mean, I think it's why we're such good friends because we have, um, we have the same mentality to really never give up and you really lived a life to prove why you do it. I mean, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't, none of my obstacles have are even close to what you and your family had. And, uh, and something else that I keep telling like all my friends and everybody, like, uh, because you know, life, sometimes you, you can never be happy every day. Sometimes you're gonna, you know, you're gonna feel bad. Sometimes you're gonna feel like in a bad mood. I keep telling everybody, you know what, what, what really gonna help you like cheer yourself up. Think about the kids in Africa that they don't even have shoes to walk. Yeah. And then look at yourself. And then if you, if you have a brain, you're gonna realize that, what the fuck, why the fuck I'm complaining? I should be happy. You, you are absolutely right. Just be happy that you're breathing and waking exactly. up. And I, I hope that at least if we could get one person who hears this and maybe can Remember the lessons you've taught us and the stories you've told. And hopefully then then we got the point of why we're doing this whole podcast in the first place. And why we keep important, real, genuine people around because they can help pick us back up. Yes. And that's, uh, that's why it's funny because you, you remember Victor? You probably know Victor. Victor. Of course I remember Victor, man. Yeah. I love that guy. I, I used to, I, every time he was like stressful, every time he was like mad, he was sad. And by the way, just like, for, oh. just for the audience, Victor worked with, worked in the same building as all of us as well. Awesome. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, nice, he's a very nice guy. Yeah. But in the beginning, he was like complaining about everything. Like he was mad, sad. So, but he's like positive. It's just sometimes when he get pissed off, he was like, you know, like getting mad and sad and, you know, so I keep telling him like think positive think positive think positive i used to say tell him positive things and one day i was like something happened to me my sister was like my sister got really sick and uh, i i got crushed like i, I you know i felt i felt very bad because uh, she's the only one that i have yeah because you know i lost my sister my older sister so 
he was telling me the same words that I told him. <laughs> and you know what I said? What'd you say? I told him, that's the reason why I told everything to you. Because, and not just to him, to everybody too. Because I know that those same words are going to come back and hit me. And that point, like, bam. Like, it's like the same words that I was cheering him, like, when he was sad. To make him, like, feel positive and, you know, like, excited and smile a little bit. So, at that, at that time, I was crying. But, you know, it just, like, hit me. Because it's the, the words that I told him. He told, yeah. he, he told them back to me. So, I, I started laughing. And, you know, like, I felt a little bit better. So, that's why, that's, why, that's why I tell everybody. Spread positive vibes, positive words. Even if the, even if you don't like somebody, be positive. Don't worry if they don't like you or you don't like them. Just be positive with everybody. You're damn because right, that Bladar. Energy, that energy will come back to you. You're damn right, Bladar. I mean, you couldn't have said any better. And, you know, in this life, we may not always get what we want. But if we're kind and we work hard good things will happen. I really believe that. And like, yes. especially this, after this story you've told me, I really, it assures me more to keep believing in that. And and then, and then uh, sometimes you have to think like big. You know, sometimes you have to always think big. Because I think like, people be like, no, don't think big and all that. And it's a scam and don't do that. No. Who gives a fuck what they think? I, I, if you believe in something, you need to always think big, like so big, like you, you will be like, no, I can't achieve that. That's too big. No, don't think like that. You have to think like you can achieve anything in, in this world because you can, you really can. Like if this guy can do anything, he's no different than you. No, he can't. Person. No matter. Of course he can. As it long be, as you might, have a brain and that's operating exactly. and a soul that's and, operating, you could do it. Yes, and then, uh, and if you can, like, you know, the, I say, I always say, think big. Maybe you're not gonna reach on the top, but even if you reach in the middle, you will be fine. Oh, yeah, and hella respect if you hit it like that. Oh, man. So, so that's, that's this is what I keep telling everybody. And then before, I used to always give everybody the best advice, mm -hmm. and I used to take the bad advice myself. I used to get hurt. And every advice that I gave them, it worked. So now what, what I started tweaking a little bit. When I give somebody good advice, I take that first. You know what I mean? Like oh, I, yeah. I, I tell that to myself first. I do it myself first, then I tell everybody. And it has been working out so far. I can see, man. I really can. Uh, we need more people like you, Bladar. We need more people like you. And that's why I appreciate our friendship and you you in this life, man. And I really think you're going to – I think your story and your appearance here on the Productive Conversations podcast will really, really make an impact. And I thank you for it. So, you know, I guess we got a few minutes here. We've been talking for 
an hour, about an hour, 20 minutes. We've been killing it today. Having some fun. And, um, let me just end it off with some funny, lighthearted, random questions as I normally do for you, as I normally text you a lot of random questions and stuff. Um, I'll do that. So one of them, first things first, who's your favorite soccer team out here, which is, I know something you were interested in talking about. Soccer's Over big. Team, AC Milan. AC Milan. You know, I talked to somebody. He's a uh, my buddy Kevon was in the podcast. He was a big Man U fan. Um, it was cool. He he he's from Jamaica, and he told me his um story about getting to uh, America and stuff. So, but yeah, tell me about what what's going on in the soccer world now. I saw um Ronaldo had coronavirus. I hope he's doing all yeah, right. I know. Yeah, that's sad, man. But uh, what about the stuff? I know. Um, what's his name? Messi was thinking of leaving his club. Yeah, he don't like staying there, but he he's stuck there. He's stuck there. Oh, yeah, because of the fucking president. But Barcelona is done. It's a done team. It's like dead team. You don't think uh, there's any chance? Because they had Neymar left, right? Everybody left uh, Barcelona. Now they need. Uh, they don't. Need, they having problem with finances too. So they need to. They need to start from the bottom to the top again. They need to rebuild. As a same as problem. A, same problems is having a Real Madrid. Their team sucks. Who are the teams you to pay attention? For? For and care about now. Who sh- who's on the rise for people who are trying to get into soccer? So, of course, my team, AC Milan. <laughs> we've been sucking. We've been sucking for three years, but we are coming back. I like that. And uh, I also watch Liverpool. Basically, I love EPL, English Premier League. Yeah. Uh, I watch Arsenal. I watch Liverpool, Chelsea. Those are the main uh, teams, and um, Tottenham. You know, you know, those are the main teams that I, I look. I also, and I've been watching Leeds. It's a new team that just uh, got uh, came from relegation, like you know, came from the series, from the um, championship. Now they are in the uh, English Premier League. Okay, and they are like they are, they look very excited. They are doing like they are play, they are playing very well. For a let, young team. let me ask you, Bladar. Do you think soccer can ever get big in the United States? Like, obviously, oh, yes. it's huge in the whole world. But do you think it could get on that level? Yes, and it's already it's already getting big. Like Beckham, Beckham has a team in uh, Miami, Miami yeah. Inter, and he's not the only one that ha- that has a new team. And uh, they bring in you know big names. Ibrahimovic was here in uh, yeah. LA Galaxy. Yeah, he bounced though, right? No, now he's he's 39 years old. He's playing with AC Milan right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He went to AC Milan. And he scored two goals against Inter. Who <laughs> Inter is like more advanced because they rebuilt their team even way before than AC Milan. And we beat them 2-1. All right, all right. Blade, are you good at soccer? You you could show you could show your skills. Yeah, I used to play soccer. Uh, yeah, I used, that's that was like the my only hobby, fishing and soccer. Oh, nice, nice. I like to fish too. Actually, yeah. we have to go next summer. You like fishing? Yeah, I uh, I went only I once this rubs. year. I went, I went. Oh, let's do it. I only went once this year on the Long Island where, South. Where, where do you fish? Where do you go? 
on Long Island Sound, like on a boat with my buddy's boat. I only Man, once. I caught a, go, I only caught a sea robin, but uh, and I had Wait, to put it back. Know, he was too tiny. How did he go with the boat? Oh, my buddy Connor just invited me, and I said, like, "All right, let's go." Oh, so, I like it. I got we went deep sea fishing. So I, deep sea yeah, fishing. I love that we too. Did. I just don't love fishing sharks. <laughs> Dude, you you saw Jaws, right? I, I'm sure you've seen Jaws before. That's why. That's why I'm afraid to swim in the in the in the U.S. beaches. <laughs> that movie made you scared of I the only, U.S. beaches, huh? Did Jaws make you scared I, of the I only, U.S. beaches? Yeah, <laughs> I only I only swim in pools here. I don't really? like. Uh, I may go to the beach, but I I have never. I only swim once, and it was Orchard Beach in Bronx. Yeah. I went there once, and you know, the, there were like hundred thousand people swimming in there, and the water was like hot. So really? you know what? Because I know how to swim. I grew up. Mm, the beach was like hundred feet away from my house. Oh, of course. Yeah, not here in Greece. Back in Greece. So I grew up. You know, I, of course, when you grow up in the near, near the beach and you don't know how to swim, then I don't know what's wrong. You know. Mm-hmm. So I went. I started swimming. I went a little bit further away, so the water gets more cold, so I can relax. Yeah. Because in the, yeah. in, you know, in the, at the beach it was like hot because hundred thousand people in there. And then the police boat came by. And it's like, what are you doing? Swimming? They'd be like, you have to go back. You cannot swim this far. Aww. It was not even that far. <laughs> But I know, oh, you know, in the other side, they had the shooting range, like with guns, okay. Orchard Beach in uh, Bronx. So that's my last time, my first and last time that I swim <laughs> in U.S. Well, if you're down once it gets warm again, I'll definitely, we could go out some swimming and see oh, what's yeah. out there. Yo, man, just uh, we, we can fishing too. So, man, I guess... Uh, uh, definitely not opposed to that. I guess one last question I have for you. What's what's some of your favorite foods right now? What are you eating? What do you love to eat? I love green salad. Green salad. I love french fries. <laughs> I love uh, chicken wings. Mm-hmm. And nuggets. Oh, man. you That's such an American meal. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I love uh, churrasco. Churrasco. Okay. Yeah, it's like a beef, but uh, they they call it like that because it's in Spanish. Okay. Spanish word. What's the churrasco. best place to eat in New York City right now? What are some of the best places to go eat? In New York City. Yeah. I don't really like the, this the food in New York City. Really? Because they they like. I tried everywhere there, and uh, most of the places that I've been to, they, they the food, I'm picky with food, by the way. I it's see. like weird stuff. Okay, okay. Sometimes I eat in Korean town, and, but you know, like, they eat weird stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It, you know, in my, in my preference, because there are people that love it, but I don't love that much. Mm-hmm. However, in New Jersey, the best place, it's P. J. Chang, P. P. Chang, P. F. Chang's. You love P. F. Chang's. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the New Jersey side. 
Okay. It's like you you get in is like five stars restaurant. All right. I don't know in other places. And uh, Edgewater. If you go in Edgewater, that's the best place. I'll be on the lookout for, for those oh, spots. As for um, for New York City, I don't know, but if, if you want to in Astoria, the best place is Gyro World. Gyro World. Yeah. Go to Gyro World in Astoria, Queens, and you'll be a they, happy person. They made the best gyro, and it's All not right. like the the gyro that the Arabs made. It's like a real gyro. Genuine, genuine. You're good. Yeah. You're good if you're there. Yeah, you, okay. you, and I know you love trying food. I remember you had the MB review. You know it, bro. And you should, and you should, you should keep doing that because uh, I love it. I used to watch it a lot. Bro, you know, like, so just for anyone who doesn't know, MB reviews is just me reviewing foods at local restaurants. It has to be local. The only time, and I just, like, do very eccentric and very... Um, I would just explain a lot with what's going on. And the thing, I mean, I just haven't been able to do it because I haven't been in the city and I yeah. only, so obviously and, and, once and I come back, of the quarantine. so you know, and I'm still doing those when they come back. And I, I've gotten a lot of free coupons from doing local places. Um, and I've been honest wow. with them too. You know, you know that, I think you should expand. Expand I to, should, uh, yeah, strip, yeah, I know. Yeah. I remember you getting, getting, uh, shrimpers. Yeah. When you were working on ice shoes. Oh, yes, yes. So time. I went to Schnippers and I gave him a bad review and the guy would DM me a hundred emoji. Yeah, I guess he was pissed <laughs> off, but um, <laughs> definitely my favorite my favorite place I've ever been reviewed is the Nugget Spot in the East Village. Hands down, best nuggets I ever had, even though it's disgustingly expensive. It's like a, 10 bucks for six nuggets. Wow. <laughs> but were they nice? Oh, yeah. If I was rich as fuck, it, it wouldn't be. It would be. I'd be there. Wow, man! They so, worshipped them. Man, yeah. That's like Popeyes. Popeyes. I. The only other thing I, the one of the few chains I actually did. I actually reviewed the Popeyes chicken sandwich and excellent. I know. I saw it. I saw it. I, man, I, my my mouth was like getting watery when you were like, because you could not even fucking buy it. <laughs> Everywhere I went, it sold out, sold out, sold out. I'm like, what the fuck? Why you can the easily, fuck are you selling them? You could easily <laughs> get them now because that died out. But. Yeah, the, the vibe, you know, the, the um, it went away, the trend. Yeah, yeah. Slowed down. Let me tell you something, Bladar. When I come back to New York, that's we're definitely doing an MB review together. Yeah. I told you before. Not only that, but... Uh, when I will, I will teach you some tricks in website, you know, just like Jelp, Jelp, Jelp. You can also combine them together because really? I know you do it. Yeah, like you can have a Jelp account and you can review stuff, like not just local, you can just, whenever you travel or you go somewhere. Yeah, so like Yelp, like just anything, like anyone people. I yeah. Can, why not? You can have an account there and, uh, you know, like you can build a following there. And then jump to your own website and stuff. And people, people love. I love watching stuff like that. Hey man, it's. Are you, I, I, I'm the first. I, I'm your first fan. Exactly, you really I, are. I so you to do it more. So I. I mean, remember when I when I like when 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 you stop posting stuff, I was like, I will do something myself and just <laughs> yes, write BP review and tag you. <laughs> That's what I loved. I've remember? had seen. 
I loved you when you did that. That meant a lot. I think you ate some like. Yeah, I. I, I think it was I Greek food to, like, to be honest. Know, like, wake you up. Well, thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, I, I tried to do it to wake you up because you know, like you stopped posting. I don't know something. You know, you you were going through some stuff back in the in those days. Yeah, for sure. I was. So I, uh, I tried to cheer you up. It meant a lot. You cheer you up, and that's one of the reasons why this podcast is here to. Uh, Always have something to cheer up for, and uh, I will say, you know, we've all we've almost been hitting it for, uh, we've been in it for a good hour forty five minutes, and um, I really, really appreciate the time you've done it, and you definitely, I mean, let's, what have we learned? We learned about your first experience coming to America, how you got here from Albania to Greece to America, that interesting yeah. story adjusting to American life, figuring out the importance of being kind to other people, even if you don't know them. And this is, this podcast is why I do this and why I have people like you in my life. And then words can't describe my appreciation for what you have given me and my audience tonight. Thank you for it, man. Is there any other last words before we uh, wrap it up tonight? Yes, uh, I love what you do. I love your MB review, and I also love the stories that you post in your blogs. Some people might be they don't know it. Yes, yes, I write, but, I uh, write blog, I write blogs and short stories. You can find those at mattbrownblogs.squarespace.com, and I love. And I, uh, I only wish you to keep doing it. Maybe you don't, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't see anything like you don't see any gain at the moment but all this is like experience and they're gonna help you to push higher like you know what i mean like you can also combine all of this together oh and, yeah you know, go up. now more than ever when it comes to my content creation whether it's my blogs whether it's my podcasts whether it's my short stories and any other little videos i make i know every single time i am a step closer to my goals and every single time yes. i have something to gain from it and it's from people like I, you I, 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 and anyone on this wall I, that makes me remember and realize that as long as you keep your eyes at the destination don't worry don't worry what's it like what's in front like don't like when you when you get up on the stairs you don't look the stairs that you're getting up you look at your destination so let's say you live in second floor right mm -hmm. and the first thing you know, that comes to your mind is i'm going to to my house like i'm going to my apartment you don't look the stairs so that's 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 what I keep telling everybody. Like, don't look at the stairs. Just keep like, going. But in the in the meaning is like, uh, let's say the stairs are like obstacles. It can be up and down. Yeah. If you keep looking at the stairs like up and down, you're gonna get stuck there. But if you look like, I'm going to my apartment, you're always gonna get there. You so are. I, it's like. It's kind of like hard to to explain it, but the meaning is like keep your keep your eyes focused on the goal, not not on the obstacles, and because the obstacles are there to teach you something. Exactly. Always focus on the goals and always go for it. You will yes. get to your destiny. And I love when I saw the picture when I saw the pictures that you bought the mic and everything. I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. You say it, you do it. 
God bless you, Bladar. Seriously, man. God bless you. God and bless with, you too. with that and that uh, we Yeah. You, no, you're saying and we what? No. This was like something personal, not to to write here. But I was saying like soon we need to go like uh, get a drink. Actually I was planning last time when I had the when I had the GTI, but uh, the fucking corona hit and then kind of like you know, it was like bullshit. Then they closed the bars, they closed the, the club, yeah. they closed everything. So it was, it was like fucked up. Oh, we're getting a drink, Bladar. Yeah, I'm gonna be, like I'm gonna be in touch with that, and as we usually are. But um, I really will focus and make sure that happens. And you got even more to chop it up about. So with that, great, great way to end Talk it off. About women and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is for uh, <laughs> that's between you and me for that. But um, damn, Blader, you you you're you're great. You're a great guy, man. I fucking love you. You're you are you are an inspiration. Don't forget that. And you don't and me keep living by words. Don't give up. God bless you. God bless you. That with that, Bladar. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you really, really soon, man. Peace out. All right. Peace out, dude. Wow. Wasn't that something else? Oh, man. What we all went through these last this last hour and a half, <laughs> I mean, wow, you can't beat it. You can't beat it when you have someone like Bladar take the time to share his amazing and inspiring story with us. We really, really got to treat with that. Nothing but love and respect, Bladar. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on and tell us about how you were able to overcome your obstacles. Truly, truly inspiring. Oh, man. This, this so far is one of the most proud things I've ever done was doing this podcast with Bladar. It's forever going to have a profound effect on me. It really is. I love that guy. And I appreciate him giving me the opportunity to talk to talk to his story and share what he went through. And well, it was something else. I was really th- I was thinking a lot about Howard Stern when I was doing the interview, wondering how he would have handled the podcast and I hope someday Mr. Stern and I will interact because I don't think I would have been able to have the confidence to have such an interview, a profound interview with Bladar, if it wasn't for Howard Stern and the amazing interviews he's accomplished, especially over the last decade. So shouts to Howard Stern for helping me have the confidence to have a podcast such as this one. And to be able to ask the questions I did because that's who I thought of. And um, I just wanted to put that out there. So shouts to Howard Stern. And and I hope mom and dad specifically that you were proud of this specific podcast and that you, ro- you raised somebody who can get out of his own comfort zone to learn about other people like I did tonight. So mom and dad... This podcast was especially for you. Also, for Monday's episode, it's going to be the day before the election. I'm going to have a guest who is a Trump voter and a guest who is a Biden voter. 
And while we are having productive conversations, learning about them as individuals anyways, we're also going to just see why they lean toward one side to the other and have no bias in between. So very fun to talk with both. Kevin Schaefer's coming on, college student at the University of Hartford. And then we're going to have Ryan Page come back and going to talk with him about a few things as well as Kevin besides politics. But that's the main gist. One is voting for Trump. One is voting for Biden. And we're just going to hear both people out in a fair manner. And with that, appreciate you. I'll see you very soon. Bye. still here? It's over. Go home. Go.